Yo, what is good everybody and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Kagan is Randy, Randy Tagley, all that good shit. I hope you guys are having a very blessed and beautiful day um, in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area. We've been blessed with great fucking weather. It is kind of cold, but I'd rather it be fucking cold than than hot. Ten times out of ten, I can't stand the heat. I'm already dark enough. I I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, <clears throat> so pretty much what I want to talk about today is uh, I want to talk about, and, and I'm looking at the barber topics, and I and I had already. Um, decided what i want to talk about but i wrote hella shit down but i want to talk about shopping bar uh, barbershop environment um and i also want to talk about uh constructive criticism um versus shit talking and how to take criticism but pretty much just let's start off i mean again i hope these episodes don't go off for too long but whatever whatever happens happens uh, I know the a couple episodes ago it was like forty five minutes and I was just like gibberish shit or whatever, but uh, so I just learned to go straight into it. Fuck it. So let's go into how to make a barbershop a fun environment. Now I've been, as you guys all know already now by now, I've worked at plenty of different barbershops. Every single barbershop that I've worked at has been different. Um, now, yeah, I I did only work at. Um, Chicago's for less than two years And yeah I worked at Feel Good Cuts on and off for five And JJ's uh, Or Cuts of Contrast For seven years straight And currently this shop that I'm at right now But <clears throat> every shop is different um, Real talk uh, The environment's always different You can't always expect that It's going to be something good And I know I just spoke about this In, in the previous episode About, um, about forming uh, a shop environment, and yeah, I was uh, for the most part. I agree with what I said, of course, and that's just what how my mind thought thought at the moment thinks that still still thinks like that. But if if I give it more deeper thought, which I'm doing right now, is um, <clears throat> now if you are friends with the people that work at a barbershop, and it is like your homies, um. Barbershop talk is always good. It's never it's never bad because when people think of barbershops or or clients, when clients think of barbershops, they think about just shooting the shit, laughs and giggles and and nice haircuts. Uh, back in the days when when I first started getting my haircuts, like late nineties, early two thousands, like we would just go to the barbershop and expect to be there for two three hours just shooting the shit. Nowadays, it's not like that. We, we've we've definitely grown to a more like um, more structured in in within the barbershop. You don't want to have you don't want to be waiting in the barbershop for too long. Um, well, now all obviously like Yelp, Yelp uh, helps or not helps, but it makes people you know want to work better. And I'm actually thankful for that um, because it, it does make people want to work better. Uh, when, when the pressure's on now <clears throat> going into it, uh, talking about like, like shop talk and shit like that and shooting the shit, make sure when, when you guys are doing shop talking and, and, and shooting the shit and like getting on each other, capping on each other, that's a thing like, but don't let it be more than what it is. 
don't let it like ruin friendships because I've seen that shit too. I've seen it. I've seen arguments get to the point to where like two barbers just don't fuck with each other for X amount of months because of like an argument that they had in the barbershop or outside of the barbershop. You know what I mean? So make sure if, if you guys are arguing <laughs> or having a debate, you know, that's barbershop talk. If you're having a, bit, a debate, just make sure to pick your battles. Don't overdo it. Don't, you don't got to put it on hella thick. Like you don't have to put anybody down because that's when people start to get sensitive and emotional and shit like that. When people are like knocking people down, like, oh, your mama hoe. <laughs> you know like little shit like that like even like your mama jokes is is just not even a thing anymore you know what i mean like i'd be surprised if like the new yeah i'd be surprised if your mama jokes came back because it's like we live in such like a um sensitive era that right now that we can't afford to be talking about like moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas and shit like that you know what i mean like i, I think we're past that which i'm happy about um but <laughs> but just know, like, w when you guys do talk shit, like, if if you talk your shit, make sure you can back that shit up. Make sure you have facts behind the shit that you talk about. Because that motherfucker could backfire on you, especially if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, for me, I'll, I'll talk my shit on everything. But I won't talk my shit on topics that I don't know. Like politics. I wouldn't. You guys will never hear me talk politics on here like blah 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 like I, I just won't just because I don't know shit and I don't want you guys to be like oh he thinks he knows shit but he actually doesn't know shit you know what I mean like as, as long as like barbering shit I think I know I think I have a very 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 clear uh understanding of uh how barbering works um giving it some deep thought like I've been in the industry for damn near 19 years now it'll be 19 years in December which is next month um, so, <laughs> excuse me, guys, I'm going through a little bit of anxiety because I'm, I'm actually like, dude, I've been in, I've been in plenty of fucking battles. I like, yo, if y'all know me, y'all know that I, I talk shit. If you guys are, are listening to this podcast and you're a barber, there's a high chance that you played competitive sports. I don't know. I don't know why it's a thing, but like hella barbers. Like, in the Bay Area, used to play competitive sports in whatever it may be, just sports. Basketball, baseball, football, soccer, like, hockey, whatever the fuck it may be. So, you know what it's like to talk shit. Um, I don't know why. Again, like, dude, I've there's so many barbers that are out there right now that I know uh, that I know from playing basketball. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the thing. That's, that's how we grew up, pretty much, to be honest. If you're a, a new, new barber and you're... And you don't understand, like, why there's so many barbers. I don't know. It's like it's like the Filipino thing to do nowadays, like, for Filipinos, is you, you fucking play basketball your whole life. You're fucking raw as fucking it. And then all of a sudden, you're cutting hair. I don't know how, how it works, but it just works that way. But <laughs> so if you are, you guys know how to talk shit. And you better know how to back that motherfucker up. Because I'm going to be at your fucking neck if you can't back up your statement if you if you're talking shit to me and i'm and i'm just just saying this because i have a point to, to make in after this but if you can't prove your point i'm going to question the fuck out of you because i need you 
to actually explain it to me in great detail and a very convincing way as well to let me know like what I don't know or what you think you know because I know a lot of shit myself you know what I mean so now now it's very rare it's you guys it's fucking rare as fuck to me to for me to lose a verbal argument with anybody for the most part I'm really good at articulating like my words and <laughs> I'm really good at picking my battles but like everybody in here we all have that one person who we just can't win like anything with like whether it be like a brother or a cousin a relative a friend um <laughs> we all have that one person who we just can't win a verbal agreement with or whatever and for me that person is phil mr phil good cuts so if phil's listening to this or if you guys pass the message on to him uh just let phil know that i said fuck you um <laughs> like like seriously guys if you guys back in the day if you guys would have just heard and seen the whole shit like we used to blow up feel good cuts with like dude we have a full ass barbershop 15 people in the barbershop just chilling and me and and me and phil are, are we are two people away so it's myself in the first chair two three four he would be in the fourth chair and we're just shooting we're just talking hella shit to each other you know what i mean like that's that's but we didn't know this that at that time it was actually creating a vibe it was creating culture within the barbershop that's what we were known for we were known feel good cuts was known for like having like the best fucking debates like even on youtube i have like a video of us talking about michael jordan kobe bryant and lebron james and this is from like fucking 10 years ago you know what i mean so like if you guys want to peep that out well i th i actually think i made that that video on private but <clears throat> we would just argue about everything and like seriously like there has been it's been very little that i've ever won a debate with him and like like no lie Phil's the only one that knows how to get under my skin. So that's why I say fuck you to Phil, like, with passion. Um, but I also love that motherfucker to death. You know what I mean? Like, he's 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 always been in my favorites list. That's one of my big brothers. Like, I consider him, like, a family member. And I, I hope he also considers considers me as, like, one of the family. If he ever needs anything, I'll be here for, for him. If I And I know for sure if I ever need anything, um, he'll be there for me. So... You know, and then, but this is the worst thing, though. Now, talking about, like, shop environment and shit like that. Now, if you guys, if, if somebody walked into Feel Good Cuts and me and Phil are on the same exact fucking team and you're against us, oh, it's a wrap. It's cookies. You're, you're, you're probably not even going to get a, a haircut that day. You're going to walk out crying, mad as fuck, like, because me and Phil just demolished you, like, pause, that <laughs> that you guys just couldn't take it and that's that's happened too to where like people just be so frustrated be so mad smoking like five cigarettes before their their haircut you know just just know if me and phil on the same team and you against us you're gonna get it <laughs> so that's what we got with me and phil uh, that's the history that we got and um and also, so like now I'm going on to just Chicago's. Like you create the you create I, me, Ishan, Allen, and Jonathan, and and I hate to like keep saying that we just call ourselves the Street Squad. 
We are just I'm just gonna refer to them as the street squad. Now, we did create that culture. Uh, we created barber culture. We we created like our own shit because to be honest with you guys, we didn't give a fuck about anybody else. We just had hella fucking fun doing what we what we did best was cutting hair. And yeah, we might not have like talked a lot like during the shop, but we did. We did talk a lot during the shop, but it wasn't like how the shop used to be at Phil. So again, like you guys, every single barbershop is different. We were allowed to talk. We were, we were allowed to speak loudly at Feel Good Cuts. At Chicago's, it was a little, it's different. It's an older environment. It's more professional. We have uh, uh, many different types of backgrounds coming into the shop. Now we have to, you know, simmer down a little bit, which is fine. But when it was done, all said and done, after we were done cutting hair, we had fucking, we had hella fun. Now, you could talk to any one of the street squad dudes and they will tell you straight the fuck up that that was probably the best time of our lives because we were all young. <laughs> we were all motivated. And to me, like that, that was like even that time, that was the best time to just be a barber before it was like overly populated with like so many barbers. Um, and I don't know, man, it was just it was just super fun at that time. Um <clears throat> now going to CTC cuts to contrast. So there's PGC feel good cuts street squad. And then there's CTC cuts to contrast. That's how we're going to fucking name it from here on out. So if you are, if you're wondering, well, for the future podcast, and I'm probably going to have to reiterate this. I'm just going to refer to them as this CTC PGC or street squad. Um, now with, with CTC, we had, Again, we had like 17 different people come in and out of that barbershop. That motherfucker was lit from day one. Not going to lie. <clears throat> lit with the barbers that were there that made it fun. And I, like, dude, fuck that. Like, I, I will take the credit for this. That I I did bring a lot of fun to the barbershops. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I kind of feel like I was a key part to every single barbershop that I've been part of. Now, for you as a barber, you also have to feel that you are a key part to the barbershop. Um, whether you're you're talented or just a talkative person or the marketing person of the barbershop, because there's always one of them, um, you have to know your role. But I think that we can all come to an agreement right now that <laughs> your role is to just be more than a barber. You know what I mean? Like, more than a barber, meaning more than just cutting hair, making sure the shop environment's good, making sure the shop is clean, making sure that um, everybody's like doing their shit. You know what I mean? So I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, my gosh. But anyways, like, um, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about like me being the glue. Like it wasn't that people depended on me to bring like uh, to make it like lit or make it live or whatever. It was more just um me being me me being happy as fuck again you guys i suffer from severe anxiety <laughs> and i'm going through it right now but um to this day i don't like negative shit like i go forward um i don't let bad shit even like enter my i i try my hardest to not let bad shit enter my brain ever so i'm always on on the on the uh brighter side of things um <laughs> So 
Yeah, cutting a cut to contrast, like it it was it was fun. It was nuts over there too. Again, like there was there was always different groups that came to the shop, um, and I would, to be honest, though, I think the 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 best group was the second to last group. Well, I would say it was the last group. It was a it was the group with Alan. So it was it was man, and I'm just laughing. I don't even know why I'm laughing, but that's how you know that it was good. You know what I mean? So it was, it was Mondo, it was me, Justin, Joda, Allen, JJ, and Mark. Yep, that's that's who it was before before before. Well, so yeah, this is the second to last group. The last group was fun as fuck too, but it was just way more fun when Allen was around because when Allen was around, like we had that motherfucker lit. So so as you guys know, I used to work with Al. At, uh, at at Chicago's <laughs> Still close ass friends We still see each other every Like pretty often Like we shoot dice all the time That would be another That would be another episode We be shooting dice way too much At least like I, we shoot, I shoot dice like three or four times a week um, But anyways uh, that, that second to last group At Cut to Contrast Was fun because not only did we not give a fuck about the haircuts, but we knew that we were nice as fuck in cutting hair. We knew that we were them dudes cutting hair. We knew that CTC was the best barbershop in the city as far as talent. <laughs> but we never spoke about that because we were so busy having so much fucking fun in the barbershop that it didn't matter even if we were good or not. We knew we were good, so we were cruising. Like, dude, if you guys have been following me on Instagram for a while, you guys have already seen that that we used to do, like, races in front of the shop with Allen versus Jordan. And, like, y'all seen that, like, my client, like, ran through the fire hydrant uh, just to get a free haircut. You know, we even had, like, I don't know, there's been so much shit that's gone on with at CTC that I hella remember that. If you guys just look at my highlights... Uh, on my Instagram, my my personal page, the Cake and His Randy one, you guys will see like we had hella fun over there. Now again, like I feel like I was, um, I was one of the the main pieces of the glue to to keep that together. But you, we needed the supporting cast. So it, even with that group, <laughs> it wasn't even just me. It was now here comes Justin, then here comes Jordan. And then here comes Mondo with with like all their bullshit, you know. And we had, and we had Allen. We had that whole front part of the of uh, uh CTC fucking rocking. So, uh, and, and to be honest, we we barely argued. Like now that I think about it, <laughs> we we barely. I think the only thing that we had issues on was like the, um, noise volume. Like bro, like. I remember, and I, and this happens even to today. Like, bro, like I remember walking into to cut to contrast, and this is one of the arguments that we used to have. Not arguments, but just differences. Like, you guys know, I went to I worked at Chicago's where it was one hundred two point nine every single fucking day. Now, at CTC, we wanted to work earlier and we wanted to work more. So I would get to the barbershop literally like at seven a.m. And Justin Amano's already there on a Saturday morning. But they're bumping like some loud ass rap shit. Now that's the last thing that I wanna do while before entering like on a busy ass Saturday is like going in like already drained because even then like I had I had terrible sleeping habits. 
But, uh, yeah, other than that, other than, like, the, the noise, like, that, like, we just had hella fucking fun. We did that. And, um, with, with CTC, we, we did have more serious groups to where we were just focused on cutting hair. We did our shit and we left, we bounced, but... The second to last group with Alan, that shit was fucking fun. And I will never forget that. Now, <laughs> at Cake and Cuts, yeah, we're trying to, we're like, we've only been, literally, if you guys are thinking about it, we've literally only been open for two months, going on three months total uh, because of the pandemic. So we're still trying to find the vibe, but we're getting very close to finding the vibe. <coughs> It, and I'll be honest with you guys right now, we're not there, but that shit will be there eventually. Uh, and I, and I know what, what's going to take for it to, uh, for that to happen. And that's literally just having to, uh, to go out on one outing. All we have to do is just do one outing. Um, because all of us, we, we vibe, um, we're all pretty young. Um, we, yeah, again, if we, if we just went on like, even like a little as weak as hike, like somewhere, or if we all just went to like Twin Peaks right up the street from the shop real quick, like that would change the dynamic of everything because now people like, and and I, I know this for sure. It has not happened yet, but I know this for sure. Um, but if somebody from cake and cuts is listening to this podcast right now, like, yeah, I want to, I want to make it fun as fuck. I want to make the environment fun as fuck, but they also have to understand that I, I, I do own the shop now, you know what I mean? Um, as a shop owner, like I want to make it fun, but I want it to be <laughs> like an organized fun. And also, um, if somebody else can take that role in, <laughs> in being the glue, like I would appreciate that shit hella much. Uh, but I mean, dude, again, so going back to like the initial question uh, as far as like, um, creating like the shop environment it's really what you want to make it if you want it to if you want to be lazy if you want to be weak as fuck don't do shit just fucking go to work and cut hair but if you want to enjoy your time and have memorable moments and and laugh <laughs> be like and don't even know why you're laughing then then create that shit you know so <sighs> i think that's i think that's it uh I don't, I don't even remember what I, what else I was supposed to be talking about. Um, but a lot of more episodes to come. I'm ha- Again, I'm having fun with these. You guys continue to keep sending me, like, what y'all want me to talk about. Um, I'm going to also keep bringing up the things that I want to talk about, like, like, for instance, this episode. So this was a quick one. I hope you guys hell enjoyed that because I hella did. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day every single day all right peace yo so i remembered what i needed to talk about and it was about constructive criticism um so i'm just gonna do something really quick i think about constructive criticism um i had some time to think about it because i was like fuck what was it but um just about constructive criticism going uh, alongside with shop environment now if you are surround again if you are surrounded by barbers who are your friends, right? Then your friends should have no problem with telling you that a hair, like that you can do better on a haircut. If and this is something that I learned back in the day was if I'm cutting my own homie's hair and somebody seen that I was doing something 
like, or they seen something that I could do better. <clears throat> somebody would come up to me and tell me like, Hey, Rand, um, uh, try to use this technique to, to knock that out. It'll be better. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't, I like, again, y'all, I'm, I'm soaking up like all this game. I'm going to be a student of the game forever. Uh, just like you guys should be. Don't everything that you know, everything. Cause you fucking don't. <laughs> um, but if somebody's trying to tell you something and, and help you out, don't look at it and be like, fuck, this dude's on me and I got more bars than him and blah, 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 blah. Like, it, it, it's not going to work that way. It just doesn't. Um, just take take the information and try to see what see where, where that person is coming from. Adjust. make the, Or make the adjustment and see if it works out for you. Um, your homie's just trying to help you out. That's, that's really what it is. Your homie just wants to tell you, like, okay, this is... This is what you need to work on. So now there's a wrong way to tell somebody that they fucked up is like, is if somebody's from across the fucking room from deep, damn, bro, Ran, you fucked his haircut up. You know what I mean? Like, and I've been in situations like that again, y'all there's been, I've been in every single situation that the barber industry, I've been in everything. I, I think I've been in everything, but yeah, it's like from deep damn man you fucked that haircut up <laughs> you know and it's just like like that like i'll i'll be fired up from that i'll be like what the fuck like get off me you know what i mean and and that's just the wrong way to go about it as far as like somebody telling you that you fuck somebody's haircut up um now i've i've definitely gotten the ones was like damn man you blessed him good at like nice ass haircut that shit that shit clean that shit caking and um but again like Growing up, like, bro, like, you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm, I'm still not a hundred percent confident with my haircuts. Uh, I don't know how, like, how you guys feel, um, about the work that you're putting out, but for me, at least, I'm never fucking satisfied. I'm, I'll be, like, 99% satisfied, but I don't remember the last time that I was, like, oh, yep, this is perfect. Like, this haircut's perfect. Actually, I do remember and it, will, and it happened last year, and I'm not even going to show you guys the haircut because there's I, I have no visual, so you, there's no way that you can see the haircut. Anyways, but there's only like a handful of times where I'm like, like, yep, I'm 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 like God with these with these clippers, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> um, going back to constructive criticism, if you if you're if you're dishing it out, expect for it to come back, and that that's how you're going to help build the team, like to be better barbers. Um, now just an, another thing that that's relatable to this whole thing is, and I've talked about this before is don't be, don't be sensitive y'all. Like we're in the barber industry. Now, a lot of shit is a lot of shit gets said in the barbershop outside of the barbershop, but, um, to be a barber, it's not, it's not meant for the weak. Uh, if you can't take a joke, you better, you better learn, you better learn how to take it. Because it's gonna come eventually. Uh, just know that that if you're if you're a quiet barber, if you're a quiet barber and you don't you don't dish out jokes or you don't talk to your client or you don't talk to the shop, expect for somebody to just be on you. It it might not even come from a barber. It might come from a client that's like, damn, what's up with him? You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's been there's been a lot of times where people is like, like, um, and you don't even want to be this barber where it's like. Yo, what's what's wrong with that dude? Is he cool? 
or you don't want to be the barber that's like, yo, where's this? Where? I've never met the barber that cuts right next to you. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I think that's why I put in like all this work to go in early and leave late, even to this day. Like just right now, I just like I did the podcast earlier, and then I went to the barber shop. I cleaned up. <clears throat> I spent like three hours there cleaning up, I deep cleaned the fuck out of it. Did some new shit in there too. Unboxed a couple of toys that I got, and that shit made me feel good. So like now I'm I'm able to go to sleep on a good ass note. Um, I got to listen to my own, to my own tunes on, on, um, at the barbershop. So um, I'm ready for this fucking week to begin. I hope you guys are too. Um, all right, y'all. Well, now I am officially signing off. Uh, that was a very quick segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep it caking.